Hello and welcome to GC365. This is day 364. We are right there. We are one day away from completing the one-year Bible one more time. I am Pastor Jordan, the middle school pastor at Mill Creek. And with me, I have... Ricky. Ricky. <laughs> and Ricky, how did I get you roped in to helping out in middle school? I don't know. I just go wherever I'm told to go. <laughs> Yeah. Wherever someone, if someone needs some help, I'm there. Okay. Well, you're crushing it, and I appreciate uh, you helping me out. You do a, a great job of leading uh, the middle school boys, and uh, the investment that you're putting in them is evident uh, that you truly um, care about them. So I appreciate that. Uh, today, also, I can't believe that it's almost 2022. I just can't believe that we're two days away or one day away or however you want to look at that from 2022 and looking back and, you know, think about 2020, right? That year seems like a toxic year to even mention. Mm -hmm. And now it's finally 2022 and it feels like we're climbing out of this dark hole yeah i was like four blinks <laughs> seriously um but anyways we are talking about a prophet today named malachi and first off that's just an awesome name so we'll acknowledge that uh but malachi one kicks it off and it seems almost like a conversation between a parent and a child mm -hmm. right yeah have you ever had a moment where your children question do you even love me or you know have that type of a question of or they think oh you're so mean have you ever mm -hmm. experienced this yeah. as a, as a, a parent <laughs> okay and so god is almost having a conversation of knowing what their response would be and he says i've always loved you their response, have you really always loved us? Because mm -hmm. if you have, it's kind of not evident. But then he gives examples, yeah. right? And yeah. you give examples to your kids and you say, really, well, you have a roof over your head. You have a bed to sleep in. I feed you. I take care of you. Mm -hmm. And I give you all of these unnecessary things most of the time, yep. especially with toys, yeah. right? Do those things grow like weeds in your house too? I mean, I... I'm I'm really good at hiding them in a black garbage bag, <laughs> <laughs> and then they disappear every week. I have no idea. What no idea that might be the monster in your closet <laughs> that came and took it. <laughs> um, but then it talks about uh, how I I'm giving you examples, but then this is actually how you treat me, and the Lord gives these unworthy examples mm -hmm. of how they uh, treat him. Uh, what did, what do you think about Malachi one? I mean, overall, just like how we should be towards God. It's, mm -hmm. it's kind of like an eye opener, mm -hmm. you know, like maybe even a check, like put, putting us in check of like, maybe what is our relationship with God and how do we see it? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, number two, Malachi two, uh, talking about priests, how they should be living their lives. And he says, you're not living your life this way. And you pointed out um, the sacrifices that mm -hmm. they were making mm -hmm. and talk a little bit about that. 
yeah i mean the the sacrifices that he was talking about like they were sacrificing like um animals with disabilities Mm -hmm. animals that were blind and like literally sacrificing those things not taking the best or the first of their which they were called to do at the very beginning he said when you bring a sacrifice to me you give me the first and you give me the best i don't want your leftovers i want the best of what you have yeah and that is showing your obedience in this relationship between you Mm -hmm. and i yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then talking about being faithful in marriage, that it's mm-hmm. not just being faithful when you first get married, but it's all the way through and seeing it until the end and learning new ways to love your spouse and yeah. realizing that you're never going to fully know your spouse because guess what? Every day, they're adapting, they're changing, you know, and they have transformations as well. And so it's continuing to learn uh, who they are and remaining faithful uh, during every single day, you know. Um, But the crazy part uh, in this whole thing is that Revelation 21. Mm-hmm. Revelation, yes, we're 21 chapters in, but yes. this book as a whole is just crazy to me. Yep. I did have this thought of would the Israelites in the Old Testament, if they would have been handed Revelation, would they have changed? Do you think? I, I I don't know. Like, it's really hard to say yes to that because right. a lot of the times they were always against anything that was like more prophetic or, you know, a part of the spiritual right. part. Yeah. They were more like humanistic. They were. And God did crazy things, right? He I mean, rained fire down from heaven mm-hmm. or he had water coming out of rocks or mm-hmm. <clears throat> dry bones coming to life. All these crazy things happen and mm-hmm. these people see it and they're eyewitnesses. And so they're recalling it to everybody around them as well as their children and future generations. And still they continue to struggle. So yeah, probably they would have uh, continued to struggle. But Revelation 21 talks about a new heaven and a new earth and how God will finally be with his people in verse four, which is crazy to picture that, you know, it's almost as if God hits this refresh button when all of this finally happens um, and talks about how springs of life and how there's going to be real genuine life finally without sorrow without hurt mm-hmm. without pain um verse 4 he says he will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death sorrow or crying or pain all of these things gone forever mm-hmm. um and to me that's just to know that god loves us enough when we answer that call yeah when he stands at the door and he knocks and we open that door, we let him in. Mm-hmm. To know that he loves us enough to take away everything emotionally that we've experienced here on earth um, 
is refreshing. It's not scary to me. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts? I, I, I just like, I, I'm, I'm super appreciative to God for his son, Jesus, because mm-hmm. Jesus is the ultimate key to life. Yeah. And it's like every time or every time, like I have a prayer, for example, it's like mm-hmm. I cry out to Jesus. God, hears my prayer. Mm-hmm. I'm able to walk into the throne room. I'm able to walk into his his place where he sits and mm-hmm. rest and and, you know, proclaim uh, my prayers, cast my worries. Yeah. And he's literally, literally there in the same room. And I'm able to stand within his presence. And mm-hmm. he just he's there and he answers, you know, it's like he says always he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Yeah. And when he says that, it's like he's truly there breathing on us that that word, which is, I think, super amazing. Yeah, I agree. And with New Year coming here in a couple of days that maybe some for some of you, it's hitting that refresh button yeah. with Jesus and your yeah. relationship with him. Um, maybe the chaos of the holidays has um, distracted you from where your attention needs to be and refocusing your attention um, back to what is most important as we head into this next year and doing the one-year Bible Mm -hmm. again next year that you don't give up on this relationship. Um, I do want to say, however, that the people who hear the message and ignore the message that this chapter of Revelation, the weeping and gnashing of teeth, mm-hmm. the yeah. uh, lake of burning sulfur, that is why I do what I do. That mm-hmm. is why I'm a pastor. Amen. That is why you serve in the church. Yeah. is so that we can reach as many people as possible so that they don't have to experience that. That they can hear the good news, um, apply that to their life, accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and that we can be a part of something eternal to be grateful for. Um, So, yeah. And then you said that you wanted to just... Yeah, just just read over really quick Psalm 149. So it says, praise the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song, his praise in the assembly of the godly. Let Israel be glad in his maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name with a dancing, making melody to him with tambourine and lyre. For the Lord takes pleasure in the people. He adorns the humble with salvation. Let the godly exult in glory. Let them sing for joy on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their throats and the two-edged swords in their hands to execute vengeance on the nations and punishments on the people to bind their kings with chains and their noble with fetters of iron to execute on them the judgment written. This is the honor all his godly ones. Praise the Lord. Yeah, um, what's amazing to me just really quickly before we close of that is just giving our praise to God. You know, whatever this year has looked like for you. Yeah. Praise God that you woke up today. Amen. That you got to live today. Yes. That you, you know, are taking care of today. Mm-hmm. And that no matter what this next year brings, we still have a God in heaven Amen. who loves us enough yeah. to give us our breath every single day and, you know, glorify him with it. Amen. Praise him with it um, and be equipped with his word to do his will in our lives. 
uh, Ricky, I want to thank you for yeah. joining me. I want to thank, thank you. you guys. And we hope that you have a great day and a safe and happy new year as we come to the end of 2021. See you soon.